0: Yo, 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 salam, lords, ladies, Viscountess, and Viscounts. <laughs> we are on we have a great episode for you today. This is gonna be a little bit different. We're not talking about uh, Marvel, we're not talking about Star Wars, we're not talking about The Bachelor, but we are talking about Bridgerton. So if you guys don't know what Bridgerton is, you guys must be under a rock. <laughs> and we are we have today's episode with two of the biggest fans of Bridgerton. I got my my buddy Reeves. Aka Watch with Reeves, who I stole my username from. What's up, Reeves? Hello. All right, and we also got Christine. How are you doing, Christine?
1: I'm great. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for having
0: me. I love that both of you guys are rocking your tiaras as the queens <laughs> that you guys are. I, I love it. It's awesome. We're so <laughs> excited
2: that we're doing it together.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so I did not watch season one of Bridgerton. Uh-huh. So I started off season two because, like, you know what? I'm just want to hear to support the culture. Cause I knew there were going to be some Brown people on this episode and, and this season. And I was like, you know what? I'm in, sign me up. I don't need to know anything else. I'm, I'm here for the culture. And it was great. I didn't need to know much. I think I was still able to follow what was happening. It was really, really good. Um, but, but for someone who doesn't know what Bridgerton is, right? Like explain to us, what is Bridgerton Reeves? Tell us like, what is it about?
2: So, um, Well, first of all, it takes place in the Regency era um, in London. Mm -hmm. And what I, so the show's about the society, right? Like about introducing women into the society. That was something that happened back then, right? They get introduced. It's sort of like their debut to society, right? And it's about, it's not just about that, but that's a lot of the premises around that, right? And these women are being introduced. There's all this like stuff going on, but. Overall of that is someone named Lady Whistledown, who is the, go- which works really well this season, is basically the gossip auntie of Regency yeah. <laughs> <London>. <laughs> And she knows everything about everyone, and so she releases this little newsletter that kind of talks about everybody and kind of spills the beans on people. And along the way, you know, you get to meet, this fa- meet a few families. The family at the center of it all are the Bridgertons, um and Mm -hmm. yeah you just get so the first season sort of focused each season and each book that the seasons are based on is about one sibling um and so the first season was i didn't know that yeah yeah so the first season was about daphne and so that's where we really got to see more of like someone being introduced to society in a different way than we got to see in the second season um and yeah and so this season was about the brother anthony bridgerton he's the eldest um, and it's just, I feel like I could explain it so many different ways, but it's just about these families living in region Sierra, England, dealing with all the things that you would have to, the societal expectations, getting women married before the age of, what, well, how do they say it? 20 and four or like 20 and six. They have like a royal no, way. Six,
0: six, and, six 20. and 20. I am the age yeah. of six and 20. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: like, it's, you know, in that way, for me, it's so relatable to like South Asian, uh, society and the way it, how yes. I mean, you being debuted in the society. I would love that. But um, but yeah, there's <laughs> uh, there's this element of pressure of being married, of doing all these things in this yes. specific order. But what I love about the show, and I love what Shonda Rhimes and Land has done, is they've taken the liberty of taking this story that a lot of people have told across many different movies and TV shows, but what they've done is they've taken the liberty liberty to be diverse and inclusive about it. So when you're yes. watching it, there's there's black people, South Asians, or you know, everywhere from everywhere, and it's normal. It's not like someone is looking at someone because of the skin of their, color of their skin. Yes, and it's brought up very subtly, maybe once or twice in the first season. But like, I just love that so much, and I have read the books at least through the third one, and I just and I'm seeing getting to see these shifts and characters so like i love that the duke was black i love that you know there's a little bit of history with queen charlotte like actual history that she might have been african uh so there's all these like cool things that they put in but i just love the liberty that shonda lamb has taken to tell the story and i argued to oh, no extent last season when people were like this is not historically accurate and i'm like it doesn't matter because the point is that you're watching this amazing story unfold in a way you never have before. So I mean you yes. so many shows and it's the same thing. Have a debutante, yeah. have to bow in front of the queen, have to you know, they we've seen this story before, but it's being done in a completely different way. And I think I've rambled on for too long, but the long and short no, of that's it a is, great it's point. Just like it's it's done I, so well and I love it so much.
0: I, I for in my opinion. Fuck historical accuracy! I don't give a shit, right? Because here's the thing, right? When we watch stuff like that, it's 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 almost traumatizing to watch a period piece, right? Because every time we watch it, we're either uh, we're slaves, or we're uh, we're from the slums, like you know, like Slumdog Millionaire and all that stuff. Like they always show us in this light. And you know what? When it's fantasy, like why do we need to be that? Why does it need to do that? Like I don't understand the point of that. And I never need also when we're not that's when we're in it at all sometimes we're not even in it period right and it's either like they don't have us which i have no interest in watching a period piece that doesn't reflect today's society or what, what what people like me look like or the fact that like they just want to watch our trauma over and over again right like we don't need to see that and it was really really nice to see uh christine what are your thoughts
1: i agree i think rich did a really great job of kind of summing it up and to your point, I love what you just said. It definitely is a historical kind of fantasy, a historical fiction, um, and that is one of the reasons why i watch it, because I hate that kind of stuff, like Pride and Prejudice, like seriously, all these white like, people. I just feel, I mean, like not the anything mean, but it's just like sometimes I'll be like, ain't no, ain't, ain't not nobody looking like me in there, just yeah. And it's and like you said, it's just like I don't, I can't find joy in it because I know where I would be if I was in this story. Like the whole, like a lot mm-hmm. of TV and movies is escapism, you know what I mean? So sometimes I love a picture myself if I was in a story. So a lot of period pieces, I'm just like, I can't, I just, I don't want to, I have, I have no desire to watch it.
0: You, you bring up a great point. I, I, I love that you brought that up. Cause like one of the things that I think about often is that look at today's sitcoms, right? Like say like Friends, How I Met Your Mother, New Girl. Racism exists today, but these shows never show it. They never show any kind of racism. They barely even show any people of color, but when they do, there's no racism there. So why is it when it's a period piece, that's got to be at the front and center of, like, Black characters. That's got to be at the front and center of of brown characters. And also, every time they do show it, there's always got to be some white savior in there, right? Always. So it's always, like, so Christine, yeah, I, I love that, like, you brought that up, because it's a great point. And I think Bridgerton does a great job at that. Um, what are your thoughts about, you know, um, the white savior stuff that they always show in a lot of these, like, you know, uh, period pieces or even just non period pieces, right? And the fact that Bridgerton was like, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to have Anthony step in and say, I'm going to marry her regardless of her color, right? Uh, but, like, they didn't do any of I
1: that. it happened. So. No, Okay, um in general white, I'll talk about and Abbey because it was a good show but at the same time. I was like it was really it was it was really just colorless um, mm-hmm. uh, so sometimes I would just be over it, and I only watched it a lot because my mom watched it and would we'll talk about it and then um to bring it back to point, maybe the fifth or sixth season, the young girl rose. Um, Start dating this black eyes jazz musician, and what kills me is uh, she's dating him just to be a rebel. You know, mm-hmm. dating
2: mm-hmm. him just to
1: be out there, and then and they do this with um, Thomas too, which I'll, I can bring mm-hmm. that up later. But the point of a person of color, Mary, who has been a terrible person from the beginning of the show who didn't like her cousin Stephen or Michael, whatever his name is. <laughs> I forget, I think I used his real name with the acronym, but you know, cousin Michael, the one who died, um, her mm-hmm. husband, first mm-hmm. husband, she was horrible to him because of the station he grew up with as a working man. And yet she, she, in the fifth season to this black guy, she says, well, just so you know, I actually don't care about you being black. I just know that she's only using you. I was just like, if y'all don't at least keep it together, like, keep it straight. Like, what the you're Like, do like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah yeah. Has yeah. yeah. All this stuff about how like upstairs versus downstairs matters. Oh about, yeah. You know your station life matters, and tell me, oh, I don't care these black. And it's and so this is why I bring it to white saviorism because that is how white people make them feel better about themselves. Does that make sense? Um, it's like yes, we recognize racism is wrong. Yes, we recognize things were worse in the past. Not that they're perfect now, mm-hmm. but they were worse in the past and when people you know they experience white like, guilt and like they don't like being reminded of that i'm not saying everybody but generally you know um people sure. that deal with that don't want to be reminded of that and, and the writers go oh look we know it's wrong now you know we don't want you to hate this character because like, first of all i don't like Mary, like, mm-hmm. like I, never, <laughs> I never liked her <laughs> but like the way they, the way they um but it's like the way she reacts with him is just so you don't hate her for being a racist. Like, they just don't want it. No one wants to be called a racist. No one cares if they're yeah. actually racist. yeah yeah They just don't want to be called a racist. You know what I mean? Like, they don't yeah. actually want to Yes, yeah. They yes. just want to be called that.
2: Mm-hmm. The reason
1: I brought up Thomas is because um, he's gay. And you find out later on. And everyone's like, well, it's not even mm-hmm. no." You know. I'm like, if we're going to be accurate mm-hmm. here, y'all wouldn't be so <laughs> blasé about it. Like, yeah, just like, <laughs> just like pick one. It's just because, but because it's reflecting... It was kind of like a, in a, a fake way to reflect how we have values today. Like, they were striving to be
0: yes. historically
1: accurate, but then when it was convenient, they weren't. Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: Mm, very true. Great point. Yeah.
1: So, but there's a complete vanity. So, we're like, no, this is what we're doing because some people dislike. Pretty things and princess things and readers things. So, we want everyone to be able to enjoy that. So, that makes sense. If this is a world we're saying is a fantasy world, this doesn't matter because we want everyone to be able to enjoy it. Does that make sense? So, it's not like yep. a white favorite trope. Like you said, it is not the line where I don't care. If she's from India, I love her
0: anyway. And you know what's really good is like the whole time I'm watching this, I'm waiting for that shoe to drop and it never dropped. And I and then I think like around like the fourth or fifth mm-hmm. episode I realized it wasn't gonna mm-hmm. drop. And like I just had this sense of relief, like Oh my God, they're going to treat this with like so much dignity. Mm -hmm. It was, it was a great freaking feeling. Mm -hmm. And I know like every Brown girl is like, like all up in arms about this. And one of the things that like, I saw some TikToks about this. And one of the things that like Brown people in general get teased about, get made fun of all the time is the smell, Mm -hmm. right? Everyone always makes fun of Brown people, how they smell. They have this like stereotype of Mm curry or whatever. And in this show, they constantly show, like freaky deaky, freaking Anthony taking a swiff <laughs> of like Kate whenever he yes. could, just like that intoxicating aroma of lilies, and I'm just like, yes, yes, that's what's hey, up. I love Anthony that. Anthony Bridgerton I can sniff that. me
2: any day he wants. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> if <don't mind. laughs> he wants the I'll go for it.
0: It was yeah. great, man. I, I love that. Um, it was it was really, really good to see that. And it, it's good. And one of the other things, like going back to where we talked about white savior, like the savior in this, like I wouldn't even call her a savior, but the person who's like really doing some of the big heavy lifting when it comes to making sure these people are being taken care of, it's Lady Dansbury, mm-hmm. right? Who Who is this like really strong uh, black woman figure who is like, you would think she would be someone who's like, trying to not do what's in their best interest but doing what she wants to do on her own best interest but she does like a lot of things like she knew about Kate for everybody mm-hmm. she's just like really wise and she I think she's such a great character now I don't know what her character was like in season 1 so maybe you guys can fill me in a little bit but season 2 like I love her character it's so good go um, so
1: in season 1 she's the main she's the dukes aunt. so then and okay. you kind of see Daphne a couple times you see the pretty little Miss David she has um so she's yeah. the dude who you don't see in the season which i was so far broken when i think he wasn't coming back i was like what for the story it makes me like he doesn't come back but still i was in love with that man but no she's his aunt <laughs> so she does give him words of wisdom and she raised him and very similar to this season so he had his own demons that he had to deal with just like anthony had, had demons with his father that he has to deal with um and she basically raised mm-hmm. him and she helped him through that and so actually it was really similar to where mm-hmm. because of their own past traumas, they couldn't get together. But really, in the first season, it was more about the douche trauma, and, yes. and Daphne just complete ignorance of how the world actually works, so she was not prepared at all for life, whereas yes. um, Kate is more worldwide. Um, mm-hmm. And she so they both, so her and Auntie have both stuff to work on in themselves. And one thing I, I want to mm-hmm. say is that the whole time I'm like, why is her name Kate? She's from India? I was just like, but why is her name? And then they did say it near the end, her real name. I was like, okay, I was like, okay.
2: <laughs> oh, my God, that was, like... Wait,
0: what did you say, Tina? It, it, like
2: it was Katinda or something like that. I'm saying it wrong. I have to look it up, but... Oh, I no was, way. Oh, my God, Christina, I'm so glad you said that, because I was, like... I cried through this whole season, because, like, oh. I, for the first time, understood when people say, like, you see yourself on screen. Because I'm a sucker yes. for Korean dramas, I've watched every single one there is to watch. And when I saw, when I found out these women were going to be on it, I was literally like, "Oh my god, this is, can't be true!" And then just seeing them in these roles, like, "Oh my god," I literally cried like a
0: buffoon both
2: oh. times. Yes, I've already watched it twice, but definitely gonna-
0: and they're beautiful yeah. they're so they really beautiful are. and they're dark they're they're dark-skinned women who don't get the opportunity yeah. to be shown this light and also i want to shout out to whoever does the lighting and the mm. makeup for this show because they do yeah n- none of these shows ever do the lighting for brown people yeah, correctly yeah. they never do the makeup for brown people correctly and they took care whoever did that shout out to them because they made them look yeah, flawless i loved it yeah it was so they good.
2: did they did such a good job all around like even like like, it wasn't always like okay their dresses are like super like South Asian but like they put like their jewelry and it was like these little little things that they would put in there that you would just like it would like warm your heart and you're like oh my god or like you know like for people yes. who uh like I listen to the background music like the vitamin string quartet who does the music but like when they had an, a Bollywood song in there I swear to god I almost, yes, I fainted, I almost fainted because I'm lucky enough sometimes to watch shows early. So I watched Bridgerton early and I heard it, but obviously like that no one had seen it yet. Nothing was out about it. So I'm like, am I going crazy or is this what I think it is? I was like freaking out and I couldn't figure it out until like, I couldn't be for sure until the season actually came out, but man, like hearing that or even seeing like the ceremony, the holy ceremony where she's getting, and yeah, like, and you know, we originally started talking about the name. Like, I what I love about that that they kept it Kate. Like, they didn't mention it until the end when he's like, like literally like declaring his love. Um, I like that yeah, because yeah. for book fans, they kept they kept a lot of the foundation there for people who do enjoy the book. Mm-hmm. But then they took, like I said, these liberties where you get to like experience the joy of them doing something different. And so when they said her name, I'm just yeah. like. <gasps> we never see that conversation. Like we never see him learning her full name. I didn't
0: even cut that. Um, I'm just like,
2: so yeah, I just like gush about this season so much because I just think everything about it was done so well. And I just like, yeah, I was a faucet, like a leaky faucet the whole time.
0: (laughs) Christine, what was it like to see? Like, like, were you able to catch a lot of this stuff, that, like from the Indian culture? Was there anything that confused you? Anything you didn't understand? Because well, if you didn't, our, our, our readers there are probably There's things I didn't know. understand,
1: but I could tell that it was supposed to be about the Indian culture. So I just appreciated that it wasn't like, and because, like, I I like that they just did the ceremony, even though know, I didn't know what was going on i feel like that's true mm-hmm. as opposed to like explaining it along the way because if you're if it's your culture you're not going to be sitting there explaining why stuff happens but like, i hate when shows yeah. that so i did it away yeah, yeah. way to explain to the audience by saying to somebody who should already know what's going on like, i hate when stuff like that happens but they just did it like i thought it was beautiful i didn't um i just assumed there was something that i was unfamiliar with
0: it's, it's really cool to, to see that. And uh, one of the things that uh, that you mentioned was about her name. The other name that they use is that they call uh, her Didi, which is a very popular name for big sisters. So, like, in our culture, we don't just have, like, sister or, like, aunt or uncle. We have, like, a specific name for the type of uncle you are. Like, if you're from the mom's side, you're, like, this type of uncle. You're, like, a cha-cha or a mamu. Or if you're an older sister, you're a Didi or a appa. And it was so cool to hear her call her Didi and I think she calls her bond which is I think someone told me it's a Bengali thing so it, it, it not only is it like um cool to see that culture but it's actually different parts of india it's not just one particular part like there's something that people in mumbai talk about there's something that uh south indians use there's some dialect that bengalis use i thought it was really really cool how they got to like show a little bit of it for everybody like these are cool things that like i think are a little too subtle for people um like they they know that it's like oh it's cultural but they don't know like how accurately cultural it is and it's really cool to see that they
2: do really well and I, I think I kind of picked it up on it the first time I watched it, but the second time I watched the second season, um, one thing she says is, like, I think at the time, because of, like, British occupation of India and stuff like that, um, they I don't think they said, like, Hindi or Urdu for the language. She said Hindustani.
0: No, Hindustani, yes. I
2: was like, that's really cool that they even pay attention to that because normally and nowadays, Christine, like, like, in India, there's many, many languages that are spoken. Hindi is one of them. And Hindi um, is very similar to Urdu, which a lot of, like, Black, like other South Asian countries will speak. So Kate says something about speaking, like, teaching um, Redwina, like, Hindustani. And I thought that was really cool, because that's not really what they're re- it's referred to now. But back then, because of the occupation and the way things uh, were referred to, it was referred to as Hindustani, so I was like, Oh, they even got like the that, like they got the that part yeah. down too, which is cool because that's why I'm like, even if them being in Regency era, like as someone that couldn't be, become a Viscountess, isn't real, like I love that there's still like these random, like subtle, like historical accuracies in there, which is exactly the way I would want it, right? It doesn't need to be.
0: You know what's really interesting? You know what's really interesting about that? Um, I watched an interview and someone asked them, was this all of this in the writing or did they actually have some influence on that? And it was 100% all in the writing. So somebody did like yeah. a lot of research and like that deserves some credit. Like even when they put like the uh, the tail in the oil, right? Mm-hmm. The coconut oil in the hair. Like it, it's, it's, it's interesting that they show that because like for, for us and our culture, like it's a very important bonding thing with sisters and with moms and it's like a it's like a thing it's like you you massage their hair and you put the oil in and and you bond with your with your mom you bond with your sisters it's a very cultural thing and i i love the fact that they they showed that between the two sisters it was really really cool uh but the other thing that like speaking of bonding with with moms um the mom dude like she got her moments to shine uh in that scene where she said that she wanted to go back and she didn't she uh she talked about how her mom took her in and treated her as a daughter. And this mom, her mom has this amazing, like I almost cried because that was so emotional where she said that you never had to mm-hmm. earn your spot to be in this family. It was so nice to see a, a mom like that and-, and to see her depicted that way, being supportive, um, you know, showing these emotions to the eldest daughter. Um, it was a great, great mm-hmm. moment. And I know Reeves, like. I know your mom. I know your mom is like that. She's super nice. I I love her. But, like, you're also the eldest daughter in your family. Like, that scene must have really, like, you know,
2: It hit hit me in the feels. And, um, yeah, like, I think a lot of what Kate was doing throughout this season, I just was, like, I could relate even on that level. Like, it wasn't even just that, you know, she's a South Asian woman. It was just, like, as the eldest, you feel like you have that, like, nurturing thing right like you whether whatever it is and I just could relate to her so much and you know what I really love and I think I don't know I I guess this was not the thing that a lot of people realize I talked to quite a few people but they didn't realize that Kate and Edwina are half sisters even though that was like in the story right like it was a very but I talked to a few people who didn't know that um and I think that almost makes what the mom says to her even more beautiful like I love that like It's just, it was so natural, their, like, bond and their relationship, despite what happened, and, like, the story, while it's a big part of the story, they don't make this big hoopla out of it, and they don't make a big fuss that she's, like, the daughter of some, you know, like, she's not her real daughter, whatever, whatever, and I just, I love that part, too, like, it's so natural, and I think they did the familial relationships, like, so much justice, like, from... Like a narrative perspective, but also just from the cultural perspective. Like it was, it was just like, yes. yes, this is what we do. Like, we're, I'm wishy bushy like this with my mom and my siblings, and I'm always protective of my yeah. and sister. Um, I just love that. Like, yeah. I love the scene where she, Kate's talking to Lady Danbury, and she's basically like, You don't need to bring in all these tutors. Like, I already taught my sister everything she needs to know, right? And I was
0: yes.
2: Like, oh, because I feel like that that's a lot of part of our culture too like as the elder you're kind of like making sure that your siblings are getting whatever they need right so i love that part too mm-hmm. like it was so awesome because she's like she can do her dances she can speak a million languages like she doesn't need anybody's help so it was, it was cool see yeah, that, yeah, yeah yeah for sure I, I like i said i was just crying the whole time because i either related or i just was like this is just like perfection and i fought with many people who didn't like season two and i'm like you guys y'all are crazy you don't get it <laughs> I'm like you guys are so
0: <laughs> and that concludes part one of our bridgerton episode check out part two coming out tomorrow